The Maryland Report is recorded in front of a live virtual audience on the Duck Pond. Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, live. Mallard.com, M-A-L-L-I-A-R-D.com. One more thing before we start. Let me turn it over to my friend that you may know from Ancient Aliens and the Curse of Oak Island and many other things, Robert Clotworthy. On the Mallard Report, the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the hosts and guests and not necessarily of Evergreen Podcasts, KillerPodcast.com, sponsor or affiliate, or any other individual or group. On the Malliard Report, the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in the show are solely those of the hosts and guests, and not necessarily of Evergreen Podcast, KillerPodcast.com, sponsor or affiliate, or any other individual or group. Welcome, everybody, to the Malliard Report this evening. So, the last few weeks, we've had my son and my daughter on, and we're going to be bringing my wife on tonight. Of course, she was on a little bit last week with my daughter as well, just to kind of bring this all to a, a head tonight, right? Uh, we've kind of worked through some things, some issues and some things with the, uh, with the family. My wife was on earlier. We talked about a lot of health things. So right now, tonight, what we're going to do is we're going to bring all that together for 2022. And then next week, we'll be back to our quote unquote regular scheduled programming with uh, whoever the guest is next week. Uh, I know I said December was all for them, but we're just going to kind of bring this all together tonight before Christmas and give them the rest of the month off, give them next week off. So, having said all that to say this, I hope everybody's well this evening. I hope everybody's doing great. I hope everybody's staying warm. I mean, as warm as you can. I see that we're get, we're scheduled to get some horribly cold weather coming. So I know it's coming across the country, so... Warm thoughts for all of you. That's why we light the candle, right? To keep everybody together as one. So, I guess I want to take a minute here and thank everybody for um, indulging me the last two weeks as uh, we've went through different things. Uh, of course, if you're into the paranormal, listening to my son's experiences was probably right up your alley. My daughter's into the animals, and that may not be up your alley, but every once in a while, we've got to kind of break free around here and get into some other things. So, you know, you've come to expect that right here. So, let's see if my other half is ready to join us or what is going on. I'm here. I was just waiting for you to get done with your intro. Oh, I think I got there. I was trying to make sure that I got it. I, I had some notes that I wanted to scribble out. I think I got all that stuff out. So, um, welcome to the program. Welcome back to the program. How are you doing tonight? I'm okay. <laughs> You're okay. Um, it's been a long few days, so. Yeah, it has. Well, every day is a long day around here, I think. I don't know. Maybe it's just mm -hmm. me. They're always different, though. That's the fun thing. Um, let's start with Bella's show with the animals, because I know that, like I said, that's not the usual cup of tea around here. But I think it added value because... It's important for people to know what goes on around here and why that is what it is, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, well, <laughs> the, the, but the responsibility it teaches that all of them, well, both of them. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. it's, and the animals have some responsibility in this too, right? So I'll say all of them. Um, 
and yeah, and we've officially officially added another one. Yeah, so <laughs> officially, he's been hanging out here for a while though, so that's all good. But the responsibility, the the love and affection, and the the cycle of life that it brings um, to all of that. So that I mean, everybody's like, well, where's the parent? I've always told people for years that I can twist anything in the paranormal, and the cycle of life is there when you're taking care of Yeah, and I mean. I don't know, since Skylar's show, I know we were talking about both, but since Skylar's show, his little friend, the cat spirit that he has, has been making his uh, his his presence known greatly, and it's rather frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but with the animals, it's really nice because it's nice and bad. Like Luna, one of our, our older ones, who will be two in January, we know we don't have much longer with her, especially because she does have a tumor on her chest. And, you know, that's hard because she was our very first pet rat. But, you know, we've lost three rats since we started having rats. So um, it it is a grieving process, but it also shows that where life ends, there is a new beginning because... We lost a couple of rats and we brought in some new rats and we've trained them. And, you know, it's the responsibility of taking care of the animals. It's the emotional, I'm going to use the word, the emotional support from the animals. <laughs> um, you know, it's the, 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 you know, Bella knows she has to wake up in the morning, make them breakfast, make sure everybody has fresh water and go get ready to start school. Yeah, so. that's, that's the key. Um, and now let's let's get into the paranormal for a little bit with Skylar. I think that was a good thing for him to express that publicly and have somebody um, who knows that side. Because hearing it from mom and dad all the time, well, everybody out there knows what I'm saying. I think the best part about it was he... So a little bit, you know, I have to spiral away from this just a little. You know, last year, I guess, trying to figure out how to lead into this. <laughs> um, we we switched to cyber charter school because we had a lot of issues in the brick and mortar schools. Um, then last year was our first year. We've had a little bit of trouble in our cyber charter school, but it was corrected. And this year you can see the difference in the support that he has, that Skylar was excited to tell one of his teachers about a show. And then when they met after the show, she had actually listened to it and she talked to him all about it. And she was really impressed with everything he had to say and how he was so well-spoken and she said, I know you only gave a few questions, but you did so well, and I'm so proud of you. And that's a big thing for him, you know, to under, to see that there's um, adults out there who hear him and respect what he has to say. Yeah, that's the key. Yeah, okay. I'm reading back to German Tone. I do too, but it doesn't really fit the everything else that's going on. I don't think. I don't know. So... Well, you kind of mentioned going to school choice, and now I'm standing up because my legs started to cramp. For those of you, a German time runner who's looking at Scooby-Doo right now, or, or Shaggy because I jumped up like an idiot. Um, you mentioned changing schools, and uh, 
I had uh, I just her name just left my mind a few months ago on, and we talked about school choice and all this other stuff. But I, I think it's important that we just kind of touch on that again because uh, school choice month is January, and uh, I think it's just important that we. Uh, there's nothing wrong if your if your child is succeeding and being successful in, the, in its traditional brick and mortar school district. There's nothing wrong with that, but. Germantown Runner will also love this phrase because I use it a lot. Competition brings out the best in everybody. And I, I think that's what, I mean, brick and mortar schools have a monopoly because they're the only option in that zip code. And competition is great. Okay. Do you have anything you want to add to that before I get in trouble? I, I don't look at it at the competition. I look at it from another aspect. Not every child, teenager, young adult is learns the same way. You cannot put twenty six. Okay, now here's some here's some interesting numbers for you guys. Um, that some classrooms have between um twenty six to forty students in them depending on what state you're in and what's going on with the teacher shortage and the age shortages. Um, I, I personally could not see all 40 students learning the same curriculum at the same speed, at the same, you know, levels. And you can't expect that to happen. So I believe that you know, having other options and parents having the choice to choose their child's education is very important. And I don't care whether you, um, <laughs> whether you, you know, want to homeschool, mainstream, uh, cyber, cyber charter, uh, or unschool your child, whatever you want to do, as long as you are taking your child's best interests and you are helping them learn at their pace, their speed, to be successful in all the skills that they need to be in this world. And, you know, there's even, I'm, I'm not that old. I don't think I'm that old. And, you know, the world changed enough since when I was younger that education and learning is different from when I was younger. So that's why school choice is so important. You are that old, by the way. I'm older than you, so it's, I'm allowed to say that. Um, I mean, I'm old enough to have learned to type on a typewriter. So. <laughs> so I'm going to answer Germantown Runner's question. Um, well, you, I are, think you might, was, obviously this answers the second question then because you're on the pond. Yeah. Um. So I think that it is a good thing because. I would never bring one of our rats on a leash on my sh shoulder. I can't say the word right. <laughs> to sit on the airplane. You know, carriers are made for that for a reason, you know. And the lady who tried to bring a peacock on the plane and said it was her emotional support animal, or the guy who tried to um, go on the plane with a boa constrictor, yeah, no. Those aren't those aren't animals that need to be out on your lap for emotional support. <laughs> so, 
Uh, copyrighted image, German Tone Runner. You know, you gotta respect that. I don't want to be trying to infringe on their their product, but um, it it I I this is where I get conflicted about flights and other public places, right? And this goes into a whole. And my camera just dropped for no apparent reason. <laughs> okay, so there you go. You got some more of it. Um, you have the right to be there, right? And you have the right to feel comfortable in that space, but I also have the right to be safe in that space. I mean, this also this could also be posed as a different argument, but we're not going down that rabbit hole tonight because that's radical. But on a plane, it feels much different than being in a, a public shopping mall, right? Because you're going to spend the next anywhere from half an hour to six hours plus, potentially, with whatever animal is on that plane. I mean, that'd be like some rando going up to the airport and be like, this is my emotional support scorpion or tarantula, and they need to come on the plane with me. Well, okay. Where does it stop with animals, right? Because, I mean... So the emotional support term was actually brought about for those who actually needed it. And the reason why it's recognized is so that people who need an emotional support, dog, cat, whatever, rat, can be protected to have that animal with them, with a doctor's note, in in public housing, in a private rented house so that, and the landlord cannot evict them for that reason. Which also is ridiculous in my opinion. Because that animal could do just as much damage as any other animal. If... And for those who are watching live on the stream, they're getting a full show tonight because they're they're seeing me fix the studio with painter's tape live. Um, Almost got that long enough. (laughs) <laughs> German Town Runner asked um, have either of you been hunting for wildlife and uh, have you would you hunt if you have not or what have I hunted oh, sorry yeah. I gotta be able to read you know they don't give hunting license or gun license to people who are legally blind so, so that's a no for me <laughs> so for me yes I have been hunting which is an interesting phenomenon amongst itself because I realized early on it wasn't for me but because when you fall asleep with a loaded gun on your lap and it's somewhere between 12 and 15 degrees and you're sleeping in the woods, it makes you uh, question your decisions in life because hypothermia is a real thing and so is shooting yourself at that point. And um, so, yeah, I, I didn't go back out after that. Uh, but the other, the other thing is, which makes me wonder, right? Because we're always, I mean, there was some debate about raising the voting age after the last election. But we send the young men in the state, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, for those people out there who are listening and are purist, uh, because, you know, there are those. I'm with the state of Pennsylvania, and I know that drives somebody nuts out there. <laughs> but we could, we'll send them out into the woods at the age of 12, even younger now, because we're allowed to take junior hunters out there. But then you could be 16 and drive, right? And then 18 and vote. But you can't buy liquor until you're 21. But you can go defend your country at the age of 18. But what, at what point do you qualify as an adult? Because that's, you know, you get the, the criminal aspect of it all. And um, 
But I will say this, having said all of that, the circle back around, I believe that everyone should take a either gun safety or hunter education because that's part and parcel of it. So they know how to handle a gun safely and know how to unload a gun safely at the age of 12 or somewhere in that window. Any comment to that, my better half? No. No? I mean, I've, I've shot guns and I've handled guns without a, a safety force, but I know to be responsible. Yes, again, someone allowed a legally <laughs> blind, blind person. I almost said blonde, and I'm not blonde. Um, a legally blind person to shoot a handgun. That was interesting, but then again, I was a better shot than them, so. (laughs) Which reminds me of the last time I shot a gun, but anyways. I think we're still picking up the branches from the last time I shot a gun. Missed the target by a good. (laughs) See, I can't say anything seeing that, you know, I have, I'm responding to Germantown runner. I have an issue with a few things because I was born in Connecticut, raised in Rhode Island, and then we moved to Pennsylvania. So I've got a nice hodgepodge of an accent. <laughs> and yeah, then he loves how I say color. <laughs> you add in the you add in the fact that I have a we call it a condition, and like a few doctors are kind of stumped by it too. But if I am around someone with any sort of an accent long enough, I pick it up. It's rather rather amusing. And I'm talking like five, ten minutes. I start to to pick up their accent, and it really drives him crazy. (laughs) So We'll take this out by the creek, too. Oh, goodness. Some of these Western Pennsylvania words. That Jim Fitzgerald so loves too. Uh, I need to get him back on. But Germantown Runner, remind me. Call Fitz and get him back on. I don't know what we'll talk about, but we'll figure it out. Um, actually, I was texting with him probably a month ago. Good guy. Okay, so we've kind of put a bow on, on the value of the show for the kids the last couple of weeks, which I, 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 like I said earlier, I was thanking everybody for the, um, the humbleness and the, uh, the range to do that, of course, as everybody's come to learn, this is kind of my show and I kind of do what I want. Um, good, bad, or indifferent sometimes. But now I want to ask you a, a couple things here. Sorry. I'm, I'm currently downstairs with the computer and I'm watching as I'm talking Bella cover her hands in blue paint and start mm-hmm. covering a book in blue paint. So. Sorry, I was a little distracted for a second. <laughs> and then I read the chat room, and we're all just kind of laughing. Um, if you if, seriously, if you're not on the duck pond Tuesday nights, you're missing some of the best comments that I'm just not going to go Ron Burgundy on. You're just going to have to be here to understand what we're talking about. Um, so, I, I, where was I? Oh, yeah, I wanted to ask you a couple questions that I scribbled down here. And then we'll get to some off the duck pond. I'm sure they have a bunch for you because they love me saying Keller. Um, so I'm sure they have a bunch of other things they want you to correct. Yeah, anyway. just because cause they love 
you're worried so much. I could I could start saying like linoleum and library and <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, those are just those are just a few. Settle this for for me once and for all. Is it Maryland crab cakes or uh, New England lobster? That's better. Careful here. Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you because Mer- Germantown Runner is from Maryland, so there's only one correct answer at this point. Sorry, I'm I'm a Rhode Island girl, so it's New England lobster. <laughs> there's a reason uh, I ask it that way, right? <laughs> just to pick on him a little bit. Because we can. He's also a capital sin, which doesn't disqualify him from listening to the show, but it's awfully close. Just so you know. Okay, so back to the actual question that I scribbled down. Good thing I scribbled it down so I didn't forget. Um, I've been doing this show for, what is it, 11 years now, and you've put up with it. And But, but on the other hand, there has been some value to both of us through this show. And... Um, Germantown Runner has crabs? I don't think we should be admitting that. Oh, wait, that isn't what that said. (laughs) Um, But let's talk about that for a minute, because obviously you see the group that's gathered here tonight that is missing a few, and we're going to, I'm sure they're going to chime in at some point, and there's a whole bunch of people that mean so much to me. But um, through the years, it's meant a lot to both of us and the family. And... um, do you want to touch on any of that? Well, I met, like, one of my absolute best friends. We're best friends because I I think I mentioned this before. I started out as her fan, got her on your show, and now we're, we're really good friends. Even though she lives in England, you know, we keep in touch, we talk, and, you know, it's... I'm still one of our biggest fans. Eagles are... Leopard Gecko, his tank is decorated in the covers of her books. So, and um, I mean, Lindsay was one of the first people I met because, well, yeah, Lindsay I met, and then we met Kim mm-hmm. in person. Lindsay we have met in person. But she keeps telling me that we need to move to England. <laughs> but <laughs> It makes this 9 p.m. Eastern show a little hard, though, at 2 a.m. their time. Yeah. No, but- I mean, yeah, there's been friendships and stuff that have come from the show. Ashley, I met because of the show. And, I mean, Ashley's not here anymore. She passed away a few years ago. But, I mean, another one of my absolute best friends who, you know, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have known her if it wasn't for the fact that she, I think she found the show first. Or did we meet her at a convention. I'm not sure which one it was, but the show was a big part of her hanging around and us getting to know each other. So, Yeah, it goes back to the early, early days of the show. And I, it's amazing the doors the show has opened otherwise. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, the other excursion that impacted us all, and I know, well, it's, I don't know. I don't want to get too far into it because of what she's told me and anyways oh here we go what I no sorry well I'm gonna say no because you know she she'll she'll probably yeah oh Gio's got a good question above that read the one above Gio and the answer to <laughs> Germantown Runner's question is no we're just gonna I'm gonna save um, you the trouble the the animals have 
their stockings. Well, the geckos and the dragons just got their stockings on their tanks. They have uh, clings of gnomes and Christmas trees. The rats are a little are a little too chewy to have anything in their their um, their cages, but they did get treats from our elves on the shelves. Uh, Ginger and Molly brought, bought, brought them chew toys and some little treats, and they've been enjoying those. Um, and the rats last year had their own stockings, but last year we only had. This time last year, we only had two rats. So they each had their own stocking. This year, we have nine. So we just made the stockings for everybody today, actually. And there says the Mischief Crew, and everybody's name is on the stocking. And to go back to Germantown Runner's question, no, I would not. And I wouldn't have a bow constrictor in my house. And it's not because I don't like snakes, because I like snakes. You can ask Jim. We like I like all animals for the most part. The only problem I have is um, with bow constrictors are very sneaky and they know how to gather their enclosures. I wouldn't want the risk of a human being injured in our house. And as for feeding the rats, we had an issue this summer with two rats who could not be uh, broken and could not be pets and they wound up going to the farm to be someone else's dinner and that's probably not the last time it will happen in the history of having animals, of having pet rats because some of them are just bred too wild so so I said I was going to do this last week and I never remembered so I'm going to put this on you how's that sound, is that fair? What, what t- okay, Bill okay. Bella has one appointment at one o'clock. At what time is the other one tomorrow? Two o'clock. Two o'clock. So it, mm. I'm setting an alarm right now for two o'clock tomorrow. While you're in that second appointment, because I don't go in that second appointment, I'll go in the first one, obviously. Um, the details don't matter to everybody else, so that's why I'm kind of trying to be vague. But at two o'clock, well, she's in the orthodontist. I'll give that much away. Everybody who knows, who's listened to the show, knows my kids have a complicated medical history. So the first appointment's more so complicated than the orthodontist appointment where they go in and look at teeth. I said I was going to do this last week. I'm going to do it tomorrow at 2 o'clock on the sub stack. If you're not part of that, you need to be. I'm going to grab a bunch of pictures of the animals and all that stuff, and I will put it on the free side of the sub stack for people who want to go see it. So just re- I, I said an alarm, so we'll do that tomorrow. Because I forgot, and I'll make sure I get a link to Geo because I don't know if he's over there or not. But uh, but Germantown Runner has been on the Substack, and yeah, so that's my fun new little yeah the um, project I'm working on. By the way, I don't know if I even told you about that yet. Going back to um, you know complicated medical stuff. Tomorrow's appointment. It's a little scary, but it's something that we have to go to. You know, it's just another puzzle piece for Miss Bella. Always adding things. So, got that. And then she's got the fun appointment with her teeth. She's looking so forward to that. <laughs> so, but, yeah, I mean, we have plenty of pictures that Jim can share with you guys of the animals. In fact, my phone has 9,000 pictures on it that I need to clean off. Yeah. 
Maybe I'll make you an author on the Substack, and you can just go post pictures over all the time. I don't do well with social media unless I'm trying to get someone in trouble. I know. But, well, uh, Substack was created. Okay, well, we'll talk about it for a second because it's show-related. We've kind of been beating around that for a minute. Uh, the Substack was created. You go over to, what is it, Mallard. Actually, um, what is it, Mallard.win will be the easiest way to get there. It's Substack or it's Mallard.substack.com. Either way you want to get there, but Mallard.win will be the easiest way for you to get there. And we'll get to your question in a second, German Tunner. Let me finish the Substack thing. The, this Substack is the only place to get all of the archives for the Mallard Report on the paid side of it. And it's a few bucks a month or a few more bucks for the whole year. Um, but if I've seen you around, I'll probably let you in for free, just saying. Because the, the paywalls is kind of a differentiating. Trying to collect email addresses is pretty much what I'm doing. So I can continue to deliver you content. It's the only place to get all the shows. The live college shows, the prediction shows, uh, the political content, and all the rest of it is there. One feat. Uh, some of the paranormal shows and the other shows are out for public consumption. And some the live calling shows aren't there. And the prediction shows, some of them aren't there. And So you're going to get it all. Just go over there and sign up for it. And like I said, most of you, if I see a name I recognize, I'll bump it. And if I didn't, just say hello and I probably will. Um, it's not a money-making effort. It's just how the system works over there. Kind of give me that differentiation to collect stuff so I can... It's not a, a big project. So that being said... Yeah, there's German Town Runner. What do I feel more? Well, it's a question for you. What do you fear more, global warming or an ice age? I fear global warming more because when global warming continues to happen and the ice caps start melting, there will be no no ice left for most animals that are up there. The water will take over. Flooding will happen. Florida and California will be gone. I mean, yeah, global warming is a lot more dangerous than an ice age to me. I think an ice age we don't have to worry about because as soon as it happens, most human life will die because it will be way too cold. And also, you do better in cold temperatures, so that's just fact, too. Yeah. And also, <laughs> I see Bowden pops up that global warming is a lie. I will disagree with you on one principle. I remember having snow at this time of year when I was a kid, and we don't right now. And when I say snow, I mean legitimate snow. It, 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 I literally it, had on my Facebook today, my memories was um, 60 degrees on the first day of winter. This is insane. That was, I think, a couple years ago. Yeah, I, I'm serious about this. Like, it's changing. Now, is it warming, getting ready for an ice age? I don't know. I don't, I'm not a weatherman. Of course, they lie all the time anyway, so take that with a grain of salt. But I do see this Arctic Circle coming down, this big thing we're going to get below zero, and I'm ready for that. Like, I need a hole in my head. Oh, German Town Runner. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell him you have fans around the world. What? Tell Germantown Runner you have fans around the world. No need for a flat earth. Okay, Germantown Runner, I'll commission you to find the flat earth expert. 
I mean, we dismissed the one summarily out of hand. And then the other one we had on, and he was okay. But um, I actually, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, there. We'll get him on. We'll talk about that with him. I'm over here and like, so dumpster diving sounds fun. Well, you, okay, um, go, ahead, go ahead, talk about dumpster. <laughs> I, you haven't done it, but you. This is your new, your new study, I guess, so to speak. And it's amazing what people throw out. Yeah, I was stores. trying. To, I was just trying to change the subject a little, because. But yeah, I mean, like stores I and mean, people, people don't understand what some stores get rid of like i literally before the show started told jim about a guy who got 400 pounds of meat from a store because their freezer went out all that was frozen still good he showed up went to the dumpster and and took what he needed and gave the rest to charity that's crazy i mean i'm glad he did it though i mean i don't i I don't understand big corporations wouldn't you could sell something for 10 cents and sell it I mean but there's the labor involved but there's labor involved in throwing it out too so I don't know people have to understand we live we okay so we live country enough that it's like 30 minutes to Walmart right yeah oh my gosh I was laughing at at Germantown's question um it would be Yogi. And, hey, boo-boo. <laughs> um, but, I mean, we live country enough that we are 30 minutes from Walmart. So, a big, like, going to investigate this whole dumpster diving phenomenon, culture, you know, uh, re, re, I guess recycling kind of thing would mean us driving an hour and a half somewhere. So Jim doesn't appreciate it when I look at him at ten o'clock at night, and I'm like, "Let's go dumpster diving." <laughs> so yeah, Jim's old now. That's for sure. And the other thing is, okay, let's let's be honest. Now I'm going to say this, and it's going to frustrate some people. <laughs> I I could be. Somebody mock that cover up. We'll break the internet. Um. The other thing, where was I going? I'll see, I totally lost my train of thought. I have no idea what I was going to say. This is what gets me in trouble with this duck one. She is a little bit more pop music, German tenor. I'm a little bit more country. I'm a little bit more fan it's of annoying. the annoying. I'm a little bit more fan of the eagle, the early eagles, but the old eagles is okay. And for those who don't know yeah. the difference, you need to go look it up pre and post Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh is pretty good, though. Just saying. I listen to more than pop, though. Yeah, but that'd be your go-to. Early 2000s pop. If you are going to pick something. Right? Except for when I make you listen to Black Veil Brides and I turn it up full blast. That. And there's some newer music, and there's also um, the Broadway standards that we, ha- we go through at different points. Um... Yeah, it's an interesting thing. Um, in the car, because I'm I'm very I'm very happy that we are out of the Hamilton every day, all day long phase that we were in for two years with Bella. I like Hamilton, but I was ready for something else. 
Oh, no, there's not even a question there. Backstreet Boys are better. They've always been better. Yeah, I have I have no preference either way. So there's that. Um, yeah, the our Amazon music's wreck between the four of us. When it wants to play uh, a playlist, you know, most liked or most listened to, it's a, it's just a wreck. You're not on there that much, but when you were between the four of us, it's a wreck. Mm-hmm. Which is good. That way nobody enjoys it. <laughs> Let- <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say, um, so two things that Jim got introduced to this year <laughs> was live Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. And then on on Saturday, uh, me and the kids decided to nerd out a little bit. And Jim, of course, had to take us because he had to drive. And uh, we made Jim sit through the new Avatar movie. <laughs> so, Which is it's a good movie. Not gonna lie. I mean, I didn't watch most of the first one. Um, so, full disclosure, everybody who listens to the show knows that movies are not my thing. So, a three and a three hour and what fourteen minute movie is um, pushing my attention span tenfold, twenty five fold. Um, there were moments where I was looking at the animation and going, "Holy shit, that's pretty cool!" And then I get back to the plot of the movie um, multiple times not going to lie. Um, just being blown away by what they can do these days. Uh, but yeah, not a bad movie. And it's amazing. But, Go ahead. I was saying, that was a big deal also because um, that's the first time we've been in the movie theater since the pandemic started. Was the last so, movie, what was the last movie we went to see? Was that the Lego movie that we all went to see? I think that was the last movie we were in the movie theater for. No, we went and saw uh, me, Bella, and my sister went and saw cats. Remember, because the joke was they released oh, yeah. the rats for the cats. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the last movie the four of us went to see. Um. Yeah, it's got to be a Lego movie. Yeah, Good I think it was a Lego movie. The original. Yeah. The original Lego movie. Not. I think they've got four out now since then. Probably getting ready to put another one out. <laughs> so, okay, we're gonna put you in the spot. I love doing this to people. What, what's the favorite? What's the favorite movie? Because I know that question's coming, so we're just gonna get it out of the way. What's my favorite movie? Yeah. Are you asking me because you really don't know, or just because you want people to know? I, I'm asking you because. The listeners want to know. Okay. Princess Bride, um, right? Yeah. Yes. The Princess Bride is my all-time favorite movie because when I was younger, I was sick. And I would sit at home and watch that movie. And I ran through so many VHSs. My mom just started buying them in bulk <laughs> so that I could watch it whenever I wanted. I mean, we've been married 16 years. Of course, I know your favorite movie. Come on now. Give me some. Give me some credit. Now, favorite like favorite band, favorite song that could change by the hour. So I'm not even going to go there. All right. 
Yeah. So that's not even a legitimate question. Favorite color? That, that goes without saying. Favorite color? Black. Yes. And it's it. My music and band he's changed because I don't just do mainstream music. I find bands and people that are not really well known too. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I did that for Tremontone. Just so you know, the favorite killer. <laughs> it's not good at a game. Black's not a killer. Yes, it is. 90% of her wardrobe is black, and the other 10% is gray. Or blue. I don't think I don't have gray anymore. That's just... I, think I, I think I may need to have black clothes. <laughs> I, I, I have the occasional like black shirt with something like flowers or something on it, but... Um, no, no, don't lie. Do not lie to these people. I do. I have a flower. I have a black shirt with a skull and some flowers on it. There it is. A skull and some flowers <laughs> on it. Not as pretty as she's made it sound. So. And blue would be your blue jeans, right? I think that's the only Yeah, color, probably. Probably the only color that counts. Mr. Bowden Skeller studied color for color <laughs> for 12 years. That, that eight, eight crayons, man. I don't know how you managed to do that for 12 years. Um, now the other thing, this is where it's been fun, right? Because you, remember the night, uh uh-oh, are you hoping for a white Christmas? We'll go there. No. I, I do better in the cold, but I really don't like snow. Because snow equals falling down, which equals being threatened to be put in concussion clinic. So, no, I, I rather, it could snow the night before Christmas and be done. I'd be done with winter. I'd be good. And it's funny that I say that because I also tell Jim all the time that we're moving to Alaska, so. Yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't jive with your plans. Yeah. But there are some places in Alaska don't get that much snow. I've been watching. They get cold. Like, uh, what is that? The city right there by the bay. Uh, Or by the ocean. They have a bay. I don't know, Juno or something, I don't know. Um, now, I, I this 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 one will um, make make you laugh, because you remember this night pretty well. I hadn't been feeling well, and I came downstairs and told you that Columbus caused 9-11. And you See, one more time, you broke up. <clears throat> I, I said that Columbus caused 9-11. Oh, yeah. And you told me we're canceling. I told him we're canceling Netflix and the internet yep. that night. Yep, and also, I wasn't having it. I was done. Also, told me to go back to bed and take some more cough medicine. Yep. I also told you to keep your germs away from everybody. <laughs> That's a pretty fair indication that I'm not feeling great when I come up with absolutely truthful statements like that. <laughs> no comment on that one. Truthful statement. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, okay. So I've got to ask you the question. Favorite Christmas movie? Now this this one gets tricky, right? For me? Yeah. That's hard because I don't like I don't like most Christmas movies. <laughs> Um, 
I think the most Christmassy Christmas movie I like to watch every year without a doubt is Scrooge. But not like animated Scrooge. It's the one with, um, wow, just forgot his name. Oh, for some reason I want to say Gene Wilder, but that's not right. No, the guy from Groundhog Day. Bill Murray. Yes, Scrooge with Bill Murray. The, the 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 mascot of the show, by the way, Bill Murray. I send Bill Murray out to people all the time to remind them that it's Tuesday because <laughs> of the joke of it being Groundhog Day. Of course, it doesn't mm-hmm. always come from Groundhog, but, you know. Which is wildly disappointing. You've been to Punxsutawney. Um, yes. Unfortunately, we, we had to spend a lot of time there for a few years because my sister went to college there. Yeah, that's the only reason we went there because otherwise it's... Uh, it's a, a cute little town to visit once. The second time's uh, what is that old saying? Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Or how does yeah. that go? How that saying goes? Any anybody who decides to go stand in negative degree weather on a hill at six o'clock in the morning while people stand on stage dancing and, and screaming and, and cheering on, and then men in suits with top hats come up and pretend to talk for a groundhog. That, I mean, good on you, but not for me. I, I, I have a serious question, and somebody needs to fact check this because I'm going to make a very serious statement. More Bud Light is consumed on Gobbler's Knob, Groundhog Day, than at the Super Bowl. Prove me wrong. Somebody from Budweiser, call me and tell me I'm wrong about that. Fun fact, in case, in case nobody knew that Punxsutawney Phil... Now, I've learned that there's groundhogs from different states. Like, different states have their own tradition. Yeah, well, Punxsutawney Phil is not the only groundhog in Pennsylvania. Yeah, Punxsutawney Phil is kept. So, Punxsutawney PA is so small, the fire department, the police department, the library, the uh, community theater, and there was something else, are all one building. And Punxsutawney Phil... And his two girlfriends are kept at the library on display behind triple thick bulletproof glass because someone has actually shot at them before. And that's no lie because there was still a legitimate spider web bullet hole. So, yeah. I mean, this isn't an uh, uncommon occurrence. Like, this must happen often because this glass. But you could go inside and visit them, which is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know. So, uh, Ireland, right, is the place you'd want to go. But where in the United States? Because we Or Canada, because I know I've got, Well, there's no Canadians here tonight. That's interesting. Scared them all away. Um, where would you go? Continental USA or Canada? You said Alaska, but I guess that's a hell of a drive. Um, I don't know. I mean, the only place I'm ever interested in going back to or visiting is Rhode Island. Sending it Rhode Island, and then sending it. I'm also always talking about different places I want to travel to. <laughs> so, my my biggest thing right now is, you know, saving up for a trip to Ohio because I want to go to Jungle Gym, which is a store in Ohio, and that sounds so silly, but with everything we've got going on, just saving up for a trip like that is is a feat in itself. <laughs> Well, so, that's, that's just south of Cleveland, isn't it? Yeah, 
So we're going to end up at some point. Just so you know, we're going to end up in Cleveland at some point. So, Germantown Runner wants to know, what are, what's your view on the current effort to bring back the woolly <laughs> mammoth from extinction using, well, it says CRISPR, and I'm going to say that wrong, so we're just going to say technology. <coughs> I I get so torn on that because, I mean, there's a reason that they're extinct. I get that people want to study the animals of the past. I really do. But there's a reason that they're not here, and that's because, yeah, they evolved, but some of them evolved, but also because they weren't able to handle the change, you know, in the earth. So... I think it's cool to bring it back to study it, but I also think it's asking for a lot of trouble. So let's delve the other direction because this has been a hot topic. Uh, I think about Steve um, I had on a few weeks ago, the technology futurist in AI, right? Because AI is present, right? I mean, we deal with it all the time with prediction and all this other stuff. But where does that line become too, too much for you? With artificial intelligence. I don't know, because at one point when I was younger, <laughs> this is going to date me, there was a show on Disney, one of those movies that came out that was called Smart House. And the house, like, became a person on its own. And that was something, like, growing up, you know, we were told that by 2022, 2023, um, People are going to be flying around in cars. And I think there's a there's a difference between the human experience and the human uh, computer experience, I guess. You know, like, how, how much of your life are you willing to give over for a computer to control? And people may say, we have phones, we have laptops, we have, you know, those are... The, um, those are the computers that are controlling us. But I mean, my house isn't. I can't come in the door and say, "Hey, have a drink ready." You know that that's a, that seems a little weird to me to be able to like. Some people have fridges that you can walk up to the fridge, do your grocery shopping order, and it's delivered to your house in twenty minutes because it's sent to the store. I find that so weird. Just. You know, you don't live to that that level of things. We're excited because we have light switches that turn our lights on and off <laughs> from our phones. So, yeah, that was the biggest the biggest change. Well, the biggest change of this year has been going from Toyota Subaru and not having to turn the key anymore, which blows my mind. Still, like you know, you, I remember when I was a kid, you had two keys for the car. Now I have none. I have a remote. Right? Like, I don't know. It's just weird to me. Okay, so you mentioned Disney. Now, I've got to ask you this question because I know you're going to have a fun answer for it. You know, they preserved his head, right? So he could be mm-hmm. animated later. Bad pun. I mean, we're probably going to get close to that before long. Right? Do you want Disney to come back to life? I don't know because I found out some pretty horrible things about Disney. So, I mean, I don't know if 
it's worth bringing them back. You know, he wanted to come back and he thought he'd be able to revolutionize the world when he did. But I'm not sure that it's a good thing that he comes back. Well, I, I've, I've been, I've, again, we're looking at it through the perspective of 2022. And some of the worldviews that he had at that time are more, way more common than they are today. Think, think about... So I guess my example would be like, you know, there's an episode of Sabrina. If anybody watched Sabrina the Teenage Witch, I, I doubt anyone in this room did. But if somebody did, there's <laughs> well, so, an episode. Somebody where, out there did. There's an episode where they have a clock that can bring people back from any time in history. And usually when they came through the clock is because they were trying to resolve a problem. Could you imagine somebody walking through the clock? Could you imagine Disney? walking through a clock right now and compared to where he, the time he lived in, or could you imagine, um, Madam Curie coming through, she came through the clock in the show, but could you imagine her coming through and seeing the advances and the downfalls of science that have happened since she passed? I mean, it's crazy to think about, how not long ago it was, but how long ago it was with how much society and people and information has changed. Also, okay, so that leads me to the next question. Um, I'll, I'll leave all the, the semantics aside for a minute because this is the fun part. We're having a little fun tonight. If you could bring back one dead person, actually, let's go Germantown Runner still here. Four people, dinner party, dead or alive. Who are you inviting? Me? Yeah, you. See, you can't ask me that question because my my answers aren't famous people. Well, make them famous people. I don't have famous people I'd want to sit down with (laughs) who are gone. How about living ones? No. No? See, this is why we live such a different life, right? That's why this show is so interesting all the time, because we have these conversations, and famous people aren't the the driving force for our lives. And that's why we come across, that's why I come across some interesting people, because I'm constantly looking for the interesting and not the famous. So, that's why this show turns and... And flops on a dime because my interests do as well. Um, it is interesting how the world changes day by day, week by week. So, okay. We're almost to 2023, which seems hard to believe, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what's one thing you hope to accomplish in 2023? Oh Lord! I no, <laughs> no. We we aren't talking about twenty twenty three because if you make too much noise going into twenty twenty three, it's going to be a repeat. I think we've already established repeats are the new rule. No, I think we jinxed ourselves for hundreds of years, right? Because we always said hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Of course, that's supposed to be a vision joke, right? But we're all trying to put 
2020 behind us now. Still. That intention. Well, I mean, (laughs) I I know I'm going to, I'm going to dive off. Hello everyone, my name is Tom Kearns and I host the Anglo-Saxon England podcast, where I cover the history and culture of England from the departure of the Romans in the 5th century to the Norman Conquest in 1066. So far we've surveyed the collapse of Roman rule in Britain, the migration of the Anglo-Saxons and the history of Northumbria from its beginnings in the mists of legend to its destruction at the hands of Viking raiders in the 9th century. I hope you'll come and give it a go.